Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. All right, let me welcome the Bajanista. I just found out we're going to be doing something on Juneteenth together. The Bajanista is with <laughs> us. Uh, she is a financial educator, number number one New York Times, uh, excuse me, best-selling author. And she's out there just helping people get their money right. And I appreciate her service to the people. Tiffany Aliche, welcome. Yes, and I'm an author of brand new book, Get Good With Money. Pre-orders available now. Get good with money. All right, I like Get that. Goodwithmoney.com. Money. Okay, she and then she got to buy the dot com. You gonna yeah, get? Oh, you gonna get? You gonna get good money? Our sister got that Garrett Morgan mentality. What's the next? <laughs> what's the next extension? What's the next? Yes. extension? I love it. I love it. So apparently, uh, Robin Hood was able to raise another two point four billion dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. How? I'm not how? Surprised. Tell me how? How is he raising money? How? Is no, I was gonna say honestly. At the end of the day. Uh, these businessmen are in bed with each other, right? They don't want to see Robin Hood fail. There are forces that at work bigger than Robin Hood that I'm sure told them, no, 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 no. We can manipulate the market. These average, regular, everyday people, oh, no, 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 they cannot manipulate the market. So what I need you to do is not allow all of these kind of like new, new Jack investors access to be able to keep um, um, GameStop going. You see that it's fallen tremendously. I think it's under $100 per share the last time I I looked. Yeah, well, they had stopped trading, uh, I think, at like noon today because I was watching it on CNBC. And when it got to 124, they were like, nope, no more trading. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. What does that mean when they stop you from trading, Tiffany? It, it means you can no longer buy. And sometimes it means also too, you can no longer sell. But what that really means is that you can no longer, as far as, as, as this, this group of people that were, I won't say manipulating the market, but they were purchasing stock in such a way that it was raising the value of that stock. So if I cannot buy it, then the price cannot cannot keep going up, and they can't um, they can no longer continue to short these um, these hedge funds. But even though um, these hedge funds were doing just that, they were driving the value of the stock down on purpose, so they can short the stock. Which just means that when you short a stock, you borrow a stock from like someone. Say like you know we're going to pretend like your uncle. You borrow a stock from your uncle. The stock is currently twenty dollars. And you say to yourself, I think that the stock can go lower. I think it's going to go to five. You hopefully go to five. It hopefully goes to five for for your sake. But honestly, what people really do is they encourage it to go to five, right? And once they, they encourage it to go to five, then they get to keep the difference. So they get to buy at five, give you a 20, keep that 15. So that's how um, these, um, these hedge fund guys were shorting stocks. And... The problem was it wasn't just they were just hoping and waiting. Oh, one day GameStop will go down. No, that unfortunately they play a dirty game in that they um they help um these companies to do poorly so they can make their money in the long run. And once that wasn't happening because the the opposite happens with a with if you're shorting a stock, if you if you borrow the stock from your uncle at at twenty dollars and it keeps going higher and higher and higher and higher, you have to pay the difference versus pocket the difference. So some of these people borrowed the stock at, at $10 and the stock went all the way up to 400 and something dollars. So now <laughs> per stock, they were owing 300 and something dollars. They had to get like a, uh, I think it was, um, oh, it's a, a starts with the M, the, the, the fund that they, that they basically bankrupt, had to get an infusion of, I think it was $3 billion in, 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 um, in cash just to, just to keep afloat. It definitely began with an M and I can't remember it either because my memory mm-hmm. sucks. But, um, you know, the, the 
and it's all legal. What was done, what the hedge hedge fund did was yeah. legal. What the folk on Reddit and then they moved over to YouTube and then they they they, they move it like a pack. And I'm yeah. going gonna to say they're powered by the Wickovoss brothers because I think they have a vested interest in this. I think they have their mm-hmm. thumb on the scale. What they did was legal. Mm-hmm. What I think was illegal was shutting it down. You know, yeah, so it's they... all fun and games when, mm-hmm. you know, the hedge funds do it. But when yeah. regular people or the Wickovoss brothers who use the regular people to do it, they do it. Now it's like, oh, no, it's like mm-hmm. America. These rights yes. are not really for you. Yes. You know, so when we call, when we say these inalienable rights, we don't mean you black people. Exactly. We hold these <laughs> truths to be self-evident. We're not really talking about you, Mm-mm. but it's written in the constitution. We say, and then we go to court of law, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Don't I have rights? No, you don't have rights because somebody can just shoot you in your mm-hmm. home while you're eating, watching television in your home, like Brianna Taylor. They could mm-hmm. just shoot you in this country and get away oh, they'll with shoot it. You unless you're a white man who's going to the Capitol and with, with bomb, bombs right. and guns and zip ties. Well, then we're going to ask, are you okay? And come on, guys. You, you had your pictures. Time to go. That's the language that you'll get. Right, because the rules don't apply. So mm-hmm. we're seeing it play out in the stock market. We're yeah. seeing it play out in the political landscape. But, you know, I don't want to spend time focusing on things we can't control. Because yeah. those things we can control, but just not right now. There's nothing yeah. we can do about the, the injustice. Tomorrow, you know, we see a nine-year-old girl get pepper sprayed and treated yes. horribly in Rochester. There is nothing we can do about it right now. But we're mm-hmm. not going to stop talking about it. We're not going to stop applying pressure on those lawmakers up there. But what can we do, Tiffany? Give us some empowerment today. What well, can we do? <sighs> I think what's most important, because what I saw a lot of with during GameStop, because, you know, what they were doing with GameStop, they were also trying to do the same thing with like Bed Bath and Beyond and um, AMC. So these are stocks that were not doing well as a result of the economy and pandemic and staying home. So that Reddit tribe was trying to prop up those stocks as well. And I saw a lot of people asking, how do I get into the market? You know, now is not the time to start. You don't, you don't want to jump into the market and start shorting stocks. Like, sir, ma'am, you don't, mm -mm." that's like saying, I want to learn how to swim. Take me to the middle of the ocean and drop me in. You know, like that, you, you don't want to swim with sharks until you become a strong swimmer. So what you can do now is to learn how to invest in its most basic form, even if it's just index funds. That's when basically it's just this basket of stocks that mirrors one of the markets. So let's just say it's the S&P 500, um, 500 huge companies in the United States. And you say, I'm going to buy an index fund. I'm going to type in best S&P 500 index fund, let's just say. And then you put your money in $50 a month, $200 a month. And the index fund's job is to meet the market, not to beat the market. So as the market goes up, your money goes up. As the market goes down, your money goes down. But history has shown us that over the history of the market, the market goes up even if it dips on its way. So if you just start with that, an index fund, it's a it's a better place to start than doing nothing at all. So while you have your money kind of going into these index funds, you still want to learn how to invest in individual stocks. Great. Start taking classes about how to start to invest and to identify strong individual stocks. So that way, next time the market is leaning in in the retail buyer's favor, you and I, then you will be ready. Um, I was watching Mark Cuban today on uh, CNBC talking about the stock market. And I was reminded that, you know, the dot-com era that we are still in, actually, is an era of illusion. 
right? Mm-hmm. You know, when we when, when I was coming up, you know, you had tangible companies that made things, you know, you had, yeah. you know, IBM and you had, you know, even Apple, computers, you know what they were. We have a phone. I know that's tangible. Oh, Johnson and Johnson makes this. Uh, you know, 3M makes that, you know, like they're mm-hmm. companies that that are strong because they do things and we buy it. Nike, you know, we mm-hmm. buy these things. So we know it's a tangible thing. And then you had all of these dot coms that were just getting funding. Like I just yes. said, they poured two point four billion into Robinhood, which I'm not sure if that's a stable company, but mm-hmm. they're pouring money in and it's an illusion of stability. You know, it's like the fire festival. It's an illusion, yes. right? So I, I want us, us, especially us, to not chase mm-hmm. windmills and to not be yes. part of this this uh, game that Americans play, uh, putting up air quotes, that people play to to mm-hmm. bolster things that aren't real. Like, I, I like well, what, tangible what things. What I want us to lean this to is like, is to the financial fundamentals. I know it's not as sexy. Don't nobody want to talk about budgeting in a way that's concrete. They don't want to talk about savings or or having a debt pay down plan or having a credit plan, learning how to earn. But these are the financial fundamentals, Karen. Like I call it financial wholeness, right? Secretly, I always say that financial freedom is a lie, right? Because how are you going to get financial freedom in this country? Oh, they're going to let you not work? Yeah, right, right. Meaning like all of us are somehow going to get to a point we have a pile of money that we don't work no more. Who's going to drive these Ubers? Who's going to teach the babies? They're, they're not allowing that to happen, right? That 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 a vast majority of us will reach financial freedom, at least not in time to fully enjoy it. But what you can reach is financial whole, wholeness. That is when 10 aspects of your financial life work together for what I call your greatest good, your biggest benefit, and your richest life. And that is your financial fundamentals. So it is budgeting, it is debt, it is credit, it's learning how to earn, learning how to invest, insurance, your net worth, you know, estate planning. If you have that, if you've achieved financial wholeness, it is the foundation that you can build any sort of financial house that you want on. But too many of us go for the for the external and the big build without having a strong foundation. That's what I want for us. Because if you have a strong foundation, when another recession comes, because it will, Recessions are cyclical. Every 10 to 15 years, you're going to see a recession. Some are worse than others. And every 50-ish or so years, you see a depression. So when another when another financial traumatic time comes, if you have a strong financial foundation, you will be okay. And some people will be even better okay than okay. They'll be able to lean in and take advantage of that, of that time. 866-801-8255. The one and only Budgetista is here. Tiffany Aliche, also author of Get Good With Money. Go to getgoodwithmoney.com. As you're talking, I'm thinking about Biggie saying his condo was paid for, no car payment. And while he gave us the crack laws, I think he also gave us, in my opinion, a way in which we should be living. That if, you know, my father was like, you know, I paid $24,000 for this house. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't have a mortgage. Within mortgage is the word death in Latin, Mm -hmm. you know. Why do we, you know, and it's like, again, we are, we are addicted to credit. We're yes. addicted to this lotto mentality. We're addicted to getting rich quick. And now mm. YouTube is full of people telling you how to get rich quick. That yes. is not, this is why I love having you on because this is a, 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 a marathon. This yes. is a lifelong journey. This, this financial understanding. No, it absolutely. And, and you're right. It is. I, I see, especially too many young people, because people don't want to wait, you know, but here's the problem. Let's just say that you were one of the fortunate few that got rich quick. The moment that there's a bump in the road, I promise you, you're losing it 
because you don't know how to maintain it because you didn't grow it. You know, and like I said, people don't want to hear about the, the fundamentals, but it's important. Like one of the reasons why Karen, I used to love teaching preschool is that I got to teach you like my aim was my my little black and brown four year olds were going to leave learning how to read and write. Right. That because I didn't know what was going to happen once you left my classroom. But if I can get you to read and write, I know I have unlocked the whole world for you, because if you can read and write, they can't keep anything from you. So it's the same thing with the, the financial fundamentals. If you get your fundamentals in order, then you can build any kind of financial life that you want. If you know how to invest, if you know how to manage your money, if you know how to lean into financial, um, uh, your, your money team, which is your financial professionals, if you know um, what type of insurance that you should have, if you know how to earn, if you know these financial fundamentals, they can't keep the rest of your financial goals and dreams from you. It's when you cherry pick from the top and when those things come crumbling down, that there's nothing left. And so, yeah, I, I don't ascribe to uh, get rich quick because um, the, the vast majority of people will, will only hurt themselves and harm their family and their legacy in doing so, at least trying to do so, because it's likely not to work. I think it's so amazing that so many, uh, so many of the great financial minds that come through, uh, that come through Urban View were all teachers first. I think there's, <laughs> I think there's something to that. Mm -hmm. um, but when you talk about that, that financial wholeness, yes. for me, it feels like stability, right? Yes. Like you can take a hit. And yes. Still, you know what I mean? You can, you can, you can take a job loss and still, and still have a, a quality of life. Your quality of life doesn't take that same hit, or you can have a death in the family and you can and still. You can let me tell you something, Drew. Like, I mean, I know people think like, oh, finance, that sounds boring. No, I'm a legit millionaire. I, my net worth is multiple seven figures. That's what wholeness looks like. I built a strong financial foundation. And from that, I've been able to build businesses, invest in real estate, invest traditionally. And, and though this last 2020 was a hit for most, it wasn't for me because of my foundation. I actually was able to grow. You know, that's what I'm wanting for us is to create this strong foundation so you can grow and not just grow, but I was able to pay off my parents' house so they don't got to worry about it. You know, I'm debt free like a five-year-old, like mortgages paid off, cars paid off. So I want that foundation so we can grow and maintain. I can take hit after hit. It would have to take, it would take a, a, a monsoon to wipe me out. You know, and that's what I'm wanting for us because when you're able to do so, now I am able to invest back into the community that I belong to. Like who, like what, who else has a small business that just needs a little oomph, whether it's my knowledge or my money, you know, who, like you should see my business. Almost everyone on my team looks just like me. You know, we've got a few, a few brothers, but 95% are women that look just like me. And I can do that because as my business grows, I can decide and, and choose, you know, and attract who I want to hire. You know, because we don't turn nobody away legally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just attract, we attract Listen, women that look like <laughs> that. No, I mean, we, we were talking about Garrett Morris, Morgan uh, today, Garrett, um, Garrett A. Morgan, the inventor. And, you know, he was able to employ people. And you think about the early 1900s and you think about mm -hmm. the stock market crash, you know, and they say when when America gets a cold, black America gets pneumonia, you know, mm. and, and, and it's because of the disproportion. Uh, uh, again, no trickle down, no government handouts, no government programs. The New mm -hmm. Deal never impacted us until the 70s. So you think about 30 years that white mm -hmm. folk got welfare mm -hmm. that black people were eliminated from getting. Right. And still we're here. Right. So uh, but we employ ourselves when when you came on the first time, you talked about, 
doubling down on on black women because if you take care of black women you're going to take care of the whole entire uh yes. community and that that you made a million became a millionaire off of black women mm-hmm. you know building biz- a business serving black women yes well you know we always chasing something else you know thinking mm-hmm. even even in media like if i could just get validated by you know if maybe cnn calls me i'll you know i'll be mm-hmm. valid yeah, but there's a whole audience of folk out there that need that this already goodness. validated you. Mm-hmm. I don't honestly, I don't subscribe to that. Like that's great, you know. But the truth is, um, if you treat and speak to your audience and serve them correctly, you never need to step outside. You know, like I have been able to certainly like, like I'm, I'm, I was saying in jest, but we don't turn anyone away, but I always make it clear that I'm speaking directly to black women. Everyone else is a guest of a guest. So behave yourself. That's what I say. You know, that you are here as a guest and we welcome you, you know, but my heart and soul belongs to what I am, a Black woman, because we are largely purposefully left out of financial conversations that could totally transform not only our lives, but the lives of our family. Honestly, it's the reason why I became uh, the budgetista. It's the reason why I wrote Get Good With Money, because I wanted to teach financial wholeness in a systematic step-by-step way that only a teacher could to walk you through the system and, and how you get there. It's the reason why, you know, I, I come here all the time because I know there's so many um, black and brown folks that listen and lean in. And I'm wanting, I can't want for myself and not want for us, you know, because who will my babies play with? You know, who's gonna be my neighbor? You know, like we have to collectively rise together so we can enjoy what life has to offer together. And we are in an an amazing time in that although there is a lot that holds us back, there are ways to unlock the doors that our ancestors did not have access to, you know, because you can now build a business and speak directly to your audience if nobody else wants to listen. You know, you can now get online. You can invest and no one knows what color or gender or, or orientation that you are. So you have a lot more access than we had before. I want us to lean into it. And it's global. Like mm-hmm. we were at one point locked into our community or, you know, like, like Madam CJ Walker, her husband had a traveling sales business, was able to go around the country selling mm-hmm. Annie Malone stolen product. But yeah, shade, <laughs> but we're going to correct the history here. But because he was able to traverse the country, mm-hmm. gave him an advantage. Now we have the internet. You know, yeah. we, we're no longer locked in. We can talk to people from all over the globe and tell them things. So what, give us um, one step, get good with money that you think, what inspired you to do this? Because you've been doing, you've given out free seminars. You've been doing books from the beginning. Your whole, you know, platform on Facebook is amazing. Why, why do this book? Well, I can't go too hard because, you know, we're we going to talk about it in, when it comes out in March because it's okay. pre-order sale now. But I will okay. give you one thing. So one thing is I want, I wanted to, I just felt like there was no adulting manual that made sense for us, you know, that like, because you would read something or there things would be done in a silo, right? You could read a credit book, a budget book, a, a sales, you know, savings book, but where's the guide? Where's the, like, I, I, my parents are Nigerian. I, as, as someone who is African, you grow up with your ancestors and that, you know, that, that there's someone, there's always someone guiding you through, you know, with wisdom. And so I felt like that was missing. Like, where is this guide that speaks to me? Where is this guide that like says, you start here and then you go here and then you go here. And what's also important to me as a teacher is that 
um, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't just my voice. So inside I have additional guides who have um, deeper understanding of things that are more complicated, like insurance, like estate planning. So I want us as a community to learn, uh, Black Lives Matter did this best, like, right? They saw what happened to the civil rights movement when you put one person in front. They knock that person out, you get knocked down. So they were like, we're gonna dispense like what leadership looks like. And so I believe that like to, to democratize financial education as well, that like we should be looking at like this, this one, this uh, Tony is sister as an attorney. Oh, okay. I go to her for estate planning. Oh, but when it comes to credit Nativa, that's the credit girl. I don't want one person to be your guru, you know, because when the guru gets knocked out, so do you. And also when the guru is wrong, you don't know because you don't have different voices telling you like, mm, that don't actually make no sense. You know, so like, cause imagine if you went to the doctor, yes, we have these general doctors, but if you've broken a bone, you're seeing a specific type of doctor for a reason, that's their specialty. So I, I wanted to introduce that to our audience as well. Um, and just a different way to think about money that it, it is not hard. It is not magical that you are capable. If you can read, write, add, and subtract, you are capable of mastering your money beyond your wildest dreams and that you don't have to do it alone because I know how alone I felt when I was struggling. And so all that I do, I do in service um, to my community to make sure that, like I'm a teacher. I, I taught preschool in Newark, New Jersey for 10 years. And now I've, for the last 10, 15 years, I've been teaching financial education. And so this book, Kick It With Money is just like this cherry on top of what I've been teaching, but we are gonna go deep in, in April when I come back. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.